The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is Angel Talk with me, your host, Rachel Corpus. Let's journey together as we talk to your angels, guides, and loved ones who have crossed over. Are you ready to hear what Spirit has to say? Welcome to Angel Talk. Hello, friends, and welcome to Angel Talk. I'm Rachel Corpus, angel communicator and psychic medium. And this week, we have one of my dear friends, Nicole Studd, joining us. Nicole Witchy Studd, yes, that is her real maiden name. Don't you wish you had a friend whose maiden name was Witchy? I bet you do. Nicole Witchy Studd curiously explores life as an intuitive healer, lover of life, creator, and connector. Nicole and her blended family of eight are located in Ohio, but love to travel to new places and meet new people. Nicole has a private yoga therapy and energy work practice, is a wellness consultant, and teaches environmental science and yoga therapy at the college level. She has an extensive experience. She has, I'm going to do that again. She has extensive experience working in schools as a science teacher, administrator, and consultant. She loves learning and has earned many degrees in zoology, administration, yoga therapy, and science education. Out of all that, my friend has finally found a way to connect her passion, gifts, and love of curiosity in the science and spirit playground to empower you on your healing journey. Bet you don't know what that is, but you're going to find out today. She loves combining tools from yoga therapy, Reiki, energy work, anatomy, physiology, and psychology to help people connect themselves so we can connect to each other. And she helps people do this online and in person. Hey, Nicole, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me here. It is a very exciting honor to be here with you tonight. Well, I'm really excited to have you share your light and your love and your gifts with us. So what in the heck is Science and Spirit Playground? Where did it come from? Uh, um, The Science and Spirit Playground is a place and a way that I work with people that uses science and spirit in the same place. And it seems kind of like those might be counter- um, intuitive to be 
together, but when you combine them, you can really learn a lot. And the playground is where they come to life. If we only live in the science world, we are missing so much of what is available to us. And if we only live in the spirit world, we are missing our physical bodies and um, a huge aspect of our humanity. And when we let them play together, um, I decided to call that the science and spirit playground. I, I love that because you know, all of us at some point when we come to this spiritual stuff, we have to sit with the spirit side, which can be all sorts of things, freeing, scary, woo-woo. We have to sit with the spirit, with the science side, which can be all sorts of things, magical, scary, uh, limiting. Gosh, who knows? To, to, to combine those two, I don't know how many people have done that. And you're doing it every day, aren't you? I definitely am doing it every day. And actually, I think all of us are doing it every day. It's just a matter of how aware are you um, of the science tools that you're using? How aware are you of your intuition and your connection to spirit and magic? And um, I think a lot of us deny one extreme or the other, but, but really they're very, very closely connected. And if we look at things as energy, it's really easy to understand energy from a scientific perspective. We talk about there, there's a definition for energy in science. Everything is made of energy, but we can also talk about the energy in a room, the energy that we get when we are around people. Um, and th this energy goes through so many different layers of our existence. And in yoga therapy, we call these koshas. And the physical body is the, the outermost gross layer that we can see. And that's where the science part lands. That's where we take medicine to heal our body. We do yoga or run to get our bodies healthy and strong. And then as we go through these layers from the physical body to the breath body, that's a little more subtle. We can't actually see the breath, but we can feel ourselves taking the breath in. So we know there's an energetic exchange happening there. Then we go to um, from body, breath to mind. And so that's like psychology. That's still a science field, but kind of not exactly and then the next layer from that is our intuitive layer. And now we're definitely getting a little further away from science, things that we can see and more into things that we have to trust. We just have a, a knowing without knowing. And then the layer beyond that is our, our bliss layer, our connection to, to spirit. And that still has energy. And so um, when we when we look at all of our humanity from the physical layer all the way up to this bliss body layer. Um, that is our playground. That's, that's what we have. We, we chose to be here as humans. And if we don't honor either end of that spectrum, we're missing a really beautiful integration, a beautiful way to freely and curiously explore this time we have in these bodies. I see. 
Well, thinking about the koshas, those beautiful layers, and the science and spirit playground, how does trauma and trauma healing, how does that fit into this? Uh, that's a really good question. A lot of the clients that I see, we are working through trauma. So trauma is anything that overwhelms our nervous system. So in, into the physical layer and our nervous system is energy, right? We have electrical impulses running through our body. So anything that overwhelms our nervous system and leaves us feeling unable to cope or overwhelmed takes us out of our present time, um, that can impact all of those different layers of our koshas. And sometimes that trauma is physical body trauma. So we might need to do some healing or restorative movements in our physical body. And sometimes that trauma and often that trauma is mental, emotional trauma. And um, we lose, you know, connection with our intuition. We lose connection to spirit. Um, so healing trauma is really getting us back into a regulated nervous system and back into our bodies to feel safe. If we feel safe in our bodies, then maybe we can again feel safe to connect with spirit and with each other. And it can go from um, the bottom up, meaning from the, the physical body up to the spirit layer, or this trauma healing and work can, can go from the spirit layer down into the body. Maybe you feel safe in your body, but you have had a bad spiritual, intuitive, mental, emotional connection, and you do the work from the top down. Um, but whenever we are in a trauma response, we tend to lose access to our intuition. We lose access to our ability to connect with each other, to connect to our own bodies. So trauma is really important to talk about and to explore um, and in yoga therapy, it's so wonderful because we have the tools to start at either end. I can help somebody, like I said, with the muscle aspect, or we can talk about how they connect to spirit through whatever their, their connection might be, whether it's a religion or mother nature, a universal connection. We can look at chakras. We can do Oracle cards, Reiki, all kinds of ways to heal trauma. Does that make sense? <laughs> Absolutely. The angels want me to go back to something that you said that was really profound. When we're experiencing trauma, it's hard for us, or perhaps we can't tap into our intuition. Wow. Because we're in survival. Sorry, what was that? Because we're in survival or, or why is that? Yeah. So if we are in a trauma response, we could be in fight, flight, freeze, or fawn, which is people pleasing. And those are survival responses. And um, our brain kind of shuts down and only keeps the essential systems running for the physical body. So we so easily lose that connection to the intuitive body and to what is beyond this um, human five sense experience. So there's so much more out there than our physical bodies than, than breathing, than thinking. 
but trauma says, oh no, we can't handle that yet. We ought to stay right here in this human form or it's all over. <laughs> wow. So do you have any self-care tips that you can share with our listeners that could help with, you know, moving out of that trauma response back into the intuitive sense or intuitive body? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I feel many of your listeners are helpers and healers and people who are out there on this um, evolutionary path that, that you talk about so often and really coming into knowing their intuition and their connection to, to things beyond our physical human existence. And so it's really important to take care of ourselves. Um, and I, I often get the message that we take care of others before we take care of ourselves because it's just so much easier and can feel so much more rewarding to take care of um, our kids and our neighbors and our families instead of ourselves. So um, I hope that you will please hear this message that you are worth showing up for moments, minutes, hours of self-care every day. You deserve it and need it so that you can show up and help others. Um, so some really easy ones. If we just go through each of those koshas, physical body, what is it that your physical body is asking you to do? And likely the answer is some more movement or the extreme opposite, which would be more rest. And yoga offers a really nice combination of movement. And then at the end of a nice yoga class, you rest, you just lay there. My favorite is when I fall asleep <laughs> at the end of a yoga class. So even if it's a walk around the block or movement with crocheting or drawing, something that gets you moving and or resting for the physical body. Um, also, nutrition is so important for our physical body. And actually, our intuition is highly connected to our gut health. And um, there are research studies out there about how people that are very intuitive have healthier and more biodiverse bacteria in their guts. So eating a variety of plants, um, even spices and herbs, fruits and vegetables, that's a really easy tip for the physical body. Um, the next layer, the breath body, the pranamaya kosha, taking time to just breathe. So everybody leaves you alone, even if you have to lock yourself in the bathroom and you just feel your breath for three rounds of breath. And we can do that right now. Just notice taking the air in through your nose and let that inhale fill up your belly and let the exhale out of your nose very, very slowly and your belly draws back in. And this slow breath, inhaling through the nose, belly expanding, exhaling through the nose, belly drawing back in. This is actually one of the fastest ways to take us out of that fight, flight, freeze, or fawn response. Because when the body, um, the vagus nerve senses and sees, oh, we are breathing normally, naturally, 
There is no saber-toothed tiger chasing me. There is no snake <laughs> on my path. Mm. I am calm. I am good. Mm. Just a couple moments a day of breathing. And I mean, seriously, even just a minute can change whatever trauma response you might be in. Mm. So we've got physical body. That's our breath body. Um, the next one is the mental, emotional body. There are all kinds of feeling wheels and charts out there. Um, I'm sure I have some on my website. Take a look at a feeling wheel and really identify how are you feeling in this moment and see if you can get something deeper than angry, mad, happy. Good. <laughs> yeah, good. That's my favorite when I ask my kids. Good. How today? Good. <laughs> Tell me more. Um, but see if you can really pinpoint a specific emotion on how you're feeling and then sit with that and see where's that emotion show up in my body? What is that emotion here to teach me? And let yourself feel that emotion, even if it's an emotion that maybe you have gotten the message somewhere along the line that you're not allowed to feel. Oh, I shouldn't feel envious. I shouldn't feel disappointed. We are humans and we are designed to feel all the spectrum of emotions, all the colors of the world. We get to feel all the emotions and see all the colors. So let yourself be honest about what you are feeling. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Um, the next layer to get into self-care, thinking about our intuition. This is my favorite place to land and play with. Um, journaling, your feelings can help you start to tune into your intuition. Playing with oracle cards. And Rachel, I know you've had wonderful classes on um, how to play and explore with oracle cards. And I've learned a lot there. Um, but also meditation just a couple minutes of meditation. There's a really great app, Insight Timer, has free meditations that you can use. I mean, you'll never, you'll never be able to hit all of them. There are so many of them out there. So we've gone through the physical body, getting some movement, some good health, breathing, um, sitting with your actual feelings, journaling and meditation. And then finally, the last one is connection to spirit for your self-care, where do you feel the most connected to something bigger than you? Maybe it's when you are sitting outside feeding the birds. Maybe it's going on a walk with your dog or your child. Maybe it's going to church. Maybe it's prayer. And this also could be meditation. Mm -hmm. So if you just pick a couple of those from any of the layers, or maybe you make a goal to do one from each layer of the koshas, um, one hit each kosha once per week, something like that, but really try to make it intentional. And I can't emphasize enough how important this work is as helpers and healers and people who are aware of this 
wonderful, mystical, magical journey of really living that, that we are on. I'm inspired by the idea to choose one from every kosha. I wonder if I get too invested in maybe the spirit body kosha, but I ignore my body. Do you run into people who might get unbalanced with one kosha, but maybe they ignore the other layers? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I'm right there with you. I am very much up in the clouds, up in space. I can... (laughs) I can daydream just like that. And um, it's really easy for me to get ungrounded, even though I practice yoga and I love to do physical activity. I'm not always consciously doing it with the intention of getting grounded and um, thinking about like the chakra system. We have energy going up and we have energy going down. If you realize, as we've talked about these coaches and just, we've just scratched the surface If you realize, oh, I don't spend a lot of time in that one, maybe that's the place for you to focus on and really intentionally think about putting your energy there, putting your energy into your breath so you can get out of that trauma response a little more quickly and intentionally. Yeah, that's a good question. What are some of the reasons that people come to see you? What are some of the common reasons? Um, It's really funny. Some people will come to me just for the science aspect. They'll come to me more as like a physical therapist. Um, Even though I'm not a physical therapist, that's a completely very refined practice and field. And other people will come to me because they just want their Oracle cards or they just want their chakras read or they just want Reiki. But usually these areas over lap. If the person, if the client is open to it, we will combine the science aspect and the spiritual aspect in work like yoga therapy or in um, Reiki readings. And um, I will have people come to me that are athletes that think they just need this one muscle worked on. And then as we work on the muscle, they start to realize all the other things that they've been holding back. And so like the athlete would be somebody who's probably really in their body and maybe not as much in their mind, intuition, spirit. Um, I would say though, that just about everybody that comes in, we end up talking about trauma, um, anxiety, stress. I would say those are really universal. And sometimes we act like we're not allowed to feel stressed. We're not allowed to feel anxious. We're not allowed to have problems. I have so many things that I'm, I'm blessed with. So I don't get to feel this way, but actually we can still have a really great life and still need to make a moment to address stress and trauma and anxiety. We're allowed to feel all the feelings. I like that. We are allowed. We can have our stress or whatever big feelings we're having and someone else can also have their stress and we can be valid in our feelings and we don't have to downplay what we're feeling because someone else's stress is bigger or we don't have to downplay our feelings because the rest of our life is blessed we can still be valid in our our trauma 
or our stress or our absolutely yeah i like how the angels say big feelings that seems to work in my brain yeah and it's it's not a contest if Mm. um you know if something tragic happens to me it might shut me down for three days and that exact same thing could happen to you and it might be 30 minutes or it might be a nothing so what dysregulates my nervous system might not dysregulate your nervous system and vice versa. So I think that's where we struggle as a society and a culture. We're we're trying to um, just kind of blame and separate and divide. And it's, it's really not about that. It's about holding space with each other, that top layer, that bliss kosher layer and connect to each other. Oh, I see you have a trauma response going on right now. How can I be there with you in that moment? And I'm not here to judge you or even fix you because you have, you, you want to be empowered to fix yourself with your helpers and healers and friends. Um, But yeah, it's, it's definitely not a competition. And I think we look at it and say, yeah, I, I don't deserve to, I don't get to feel this way when there are people that have no food, water, shelter, basic needs met. How dare I be upset that, um, you know, my favorite TV shows canceled or whatever. That's exactly right. And yet when we allow ourselves to feel without attaching a judgment to the thing we're feeling, we can show up as better healers. (laughs) Yes. We got our stuff out. Exactly. And when we don't let ourselves feel, feelings are energy. They are, um, and energy is vibration with information. And so those feelings and emotions that we didn't let travel all the way up to our brain and integrate and process, they get stuck in our body. So that's why after a yoga class, or even after maybe a run, if you're a runner, I'm not a runner, (laughs) you, you move those muscles and you stretch a little bit and you start to feel better and you don't know exactly why. And it's more than just the endorphins. Like in a yoga class, you might be very specifically working to release a, a trauma or to feel a certain emotion. And you get that energy out of your muscles processed. And now here you feel lighter, um, more joyful. And now I have more space to show up and meet you and your trauma, because I'm continuously working on mine. I love it. I love it so much. And I'm grateful that I'm grateful that you're doing this work and that people have you as a resource. So I would like to give our listeners a sample of what you do. So everybody, if you could get cozy going to ask Nicole to demonstrate. And then after that, I'm going to have Nicole tell you how you can get a hold of her. So Nicole, are you okay with that? You want to get a little demo? That would be, yeah, that would be beautiful. Let's do this. All right. So let yourself get comfortable. Maybe if you are sitting or standing, trying to get your shoulders over your hips so we can make a really nice space for our lungs to work. 
And if it feels okay and safe, you can close your eyes or just let your gaze be soft. And let's come back to that breath that we talked about a few minutes ago. See if you can allow your inhales and exhales to come and go through your nose. And this might feel really different for you. And if it, if it doesn't feel safe, then do what feels okay, but give it a try. Inhaling through the nose, belly expands. Exhaling softly through the nose as your belly draws in. Letting the breath come and go easily. And let your eyes soften and your jaw relax, tongue relax. Letting whatever your support is beneath you take the weight, let it hold you, let it hold you like a friend holding space. Before we got started today, I drew a couple of cards. I will take a look at those now. This is from the Law of Attraction deck and the Angel and Ancestor Oracle deck by Kyle Gray. And the question I asked as I drew these cards was, what can we know for our collective feeling? What insights and information can we find? And the cards we have tonight are awareness. It says, when I focus on positive energy, I am aware that I attract more of it. The moon card, take note of intuitive messages. And the mirror guardian, take time to reflect. So let that settle for a moment. So this, I, I love this message. This is what we have been talking about um, this entire session, awareness, intentionally doing things, intentionally making time for self-care and the moon card talking about intuitive messages. Be aware of the intuitive messages that you receive and the mirror guardian is saying take time to reflect on those intuitive messages so we are all intuitive beings intuition is like a muscle the more you use it the more you practice it the stronger it is so right now in this moment as you are breathing smoothly slowly and softly Notice what parts of your body might be talking to you. Maybe there's tingling, heat, or coolness. Just focus on that body part for a couple of moments. And notice what messages you might be 
thinking, maybe you see images, a feeling, an emotion, something you've buried that you haven't let come up. Maybe that comes up for you right now. And the mirror guardian is saying, take time to reflect on that. And we have a full moon coming up soon as, as we are recording this live, but you can do this whenever your next full moon is. Write these messages down and go sit under the moon with those messages and free write, just write and write and write for about three minutes without stopping and see what your intuition has to reveal to you. Take two more rounds of breath, nice and slow. Softening into the face again, to the jaw. Notice if this information made any places tighten up on you. These are the places that I would be curious to explore what happened when you got this information what patterns and habits did your body and mind go into be aware of them and treat that information with kindness and love as you continue on your healing journey and path whenever you're ready you can let your eyes gently open or you can pause this and stay here as long as you need to, to reflect. Mm. Thank you. Thank you, Nicole. And how can people get a hold of you for a session? Um, I would love to meet some of you guys. You can find me on Instagram as Nicole Studd. And there, there is an H in Nicole and two D's in stud. I am on Facebook on Yoga Stud Studio. And my website is yogastudstudio.com. And from there, you can get my email. And um, I think even my phone number is up there because I'm just so open to meeting people. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank you so, so very much uh, for being my friend and my my inspiration and for coming on the show and blessing us with that beautiful card pull and meditation and for teaching us so much today. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for being my friend and one of my most valued and trusted teachers. I have learned so much from you and I continue to do so. Oh, bless you. Well, loves, if you'd like to get a hold of me, you can visit my website, rachelcorpus.com. I'm on Facebook and Instagram. You can search up Rachel Corpus Angel Communicator or Angel Talk with Rachel. You can, of course, download the free Mind, Body, Spirit FM app on your Apple or Android device. Click the microphone icon and leave me a quick message if you've got an idea for a show or want to leave me just a quick little note i would love that most importantly i'd like you to hear today that you are loved and i love you and i'll talk to you next week
You've been listening to Angel Talk with me, Rachel Corpus, angel communicator and psychic medium. If you'd like to connect, visit my website, rachelcorpus.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Stephen Farber, and I'm an author, teacher, psychotherapist, and shamanic practitioner. On my podcast, Healing for Your Soul, I welcome some amazing guests and introduce you to some healing techniques like earth magic, working with nature and animals, and really getting to the heart of what is keeping you stuck. I want to help you deepen your spirituality and let go of blocks that are holding you back. Let me help you in this journey called life. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode.